Hey everybody, what's up? This your boy Dez coming at you with another episode of the top five dumb dumb people and moments slash top five dumb quotes by famous people in history. Let's get it. Now, before we start this thing, I want to give a special shout out to everybody who continues to support the Dead Experience podcast and this as well. Appreciate you guys so much. Without you guys, these two situations wouldn't be nothing or where they're at today. I hope everybody's having a great weekend. I hope everybody's spending time with their loved ones, getting their errands done. Um, and they've just prepared for the work week ahead. Um, and on that note, let's go. Now, the first topic that we're going to speak upon is something in history that's very ugly that's been going on since who know like a long, long damn time. And I'm talking about racism, ladies and gentlemen. And it's unfortunate this this shit has not ended. And unfortunately, it doesn't look like it's ending anytime soon because we have individuals that were raised the wrong way growing up and now they can't get this as I like to call this cancer out of their system and a perfect example of this ugliness is something that happened recently in Florida with the man named Colton Noseworth so Colton threatened an employee in a heated exchange at a Popeyes, ladies and gentlemen, at Popeyes, because he wanted his receipt back. He went to go buy some chicken. Okay, everybody knows that most black people get stereotyped for loving black chicken. Time out, time out, time out, flag on the play. Last time I checked, now everybody loves fucking chicken. Hello. But that's besides the point. When this man, Colton, did not get his receipt back, he decided to go use old school tactics to try to get his way, but unfortunately it backfired. He started using racial slurs towards these employees at this restaurant, right? He started calling them the N-word, talking about he was going to threaten to hang one of them by the tree. What? What? Come on now. You know how deep that cuts Black people, when you say you're going to hang one of us by a tree, we've been through enough of that shit in the past. It's it's unreal. It's over a receipt. Over a fucking receipt because you didn't get your receipt back. Crazy shit is, the black woman who worked at this restaurant responded to him. She told this man, and I quote, to suck a bleep. You know I can't say it. But you know what I mean. She told him to suck a bleep. You blink. <laughs> what? Like, it was it was ugly, y'all. This is all over a receipt. A receipt, this particular situation. Obviously, is deeply rooted beside the receipt because of the history of black and white people, unfortunately. And then the shower match continued. Both sides continued to throw racial slurs. At each other, the black woman said, such and such, you fat boy, you're going to miss out on your chicken. Oh, man, the white guy kept calling her the N-word. He threatened the guy who runs the spot to call the police, you N-word. It was it was terrible, y'all. 
terrible. These type of situations right here is why racism will never end, man. Because it's always, always one ignorant motherfucker that will continue to carry on the torches for this racism shit, man. I just, I, last time I checked, I thought Martin Luther King's dream was for all of us to be equal, right? Right? Yeah, miss something here? But no, we got dumb motherfuckers like this. I'm sorry, Colton Noseworth from Florida. I gotta call you out. But when you start throwing the N-word and threatening to hang people on trees and shit like that, what do you expect the black person to say back to you? What do you expect them to say? They're defending themselves. Am I saying this is right on either side? No. It should have never got to this point. If you didn't get your receipt, you could have talked to the manager calmly. Ask them why you didn't, can't get your receipt back. Try to figure out some other way to handle the situation. This is the problem. People don't fucking think before they speak. And they usually put their foot in their motherfucking mouth, man. And it just makes me sad, man. It makes me sad as a black man that... We have individuals like this in this world that exist still, man. And people say racism is born in a person. No. No. Racism is not born in a person. It was instilled in them as they were getting older. They weren't. Nobody decided to wake up one morning when they're born. Oh, I'm going to be racist and call this person N word or the C word, S word, and all this other shit. Nobody wanted to wake up and decide to be racist. No. They were taught that way when they're little and stayed with them as they got older. We just got, we got to stop this trend, y'all. We got to stop this trend. Come together, man, in racism one way or another. Because it's just things like this makes, makes me sad at the core of myself. Makes me real sad. It really does. Um, moving on to the next topic. Um, we got to talk about this Brazilian singer named Polka. Never heard of her in my entire damn life, y'all. A Brazilian singer named Polka. The other day at 5.30 a.m., she was hospitalized after she wouldn't fart in front of her boo. She woke up with severe sharp pains in her abdomen. What? We all know passing gas is one of the things that we all do. If somebody tells you they don't, they're fucking liar. You can't hold gas in. It makes you uncomfortable as hell, man. You be walking around all pigeon toe and shit, trying to sit sideways and shit like, oh my god, I don't want to, I don't want to pass gas. No, motherfucker, you gotta pass gas. Let it out. Let the shit out, man. So the problem with holding gas here, because I did my research, y'all. The problem here is if you hold in gas too long. It can be reabsorbed into your bloodstream and breathe out when you exhale. Other words, get that shit out. If you don't want to pass gas in front of your loved one, then just go out the room or go to the bathroom and do it. Or just say, excuse me, be nice. Do not hold it in. It's going to make you feel uncomfortable as fuck. You can do severe health. You can have severe health issues, man, by doing this constantly, man. Because the gas is just sitting there and sitting there. And then imagine you have 
to take a monster poop, man. Imagine you holding that in. You know how much that hurts coming out, especially you drink the water. I know these are two different things, but they go hand in hand. Y'all know I'm right. It goes hand in hand. So I'm just glad this singer Polka is okay. She nicely went on her Instagram, told her followers the the um following advice: Do not hold your gas in and just let it out. You should use your own damn advice and just let it out. If your boo really loves you and y'all been together for a while, shit, it's just gonna smell in the room for a couple minutes. It will pass them. They will understand. Next topic at hand. We gotta talk about some dumb shit, y'all. I never heard of this challenge in my fucking life. It's like there's always a challenge every day on YouTube or TikTok or some shit, man. What are the people, what is this world coming to? So anyway, two YouTubers recently nicknamed, this is their nicknames on YouTube, Saucy and Honey, are facing seven years in prison after being busted for doing the Target Sleepover Challenge. What? What? A Target Sleepover Challenge. Who in the hell came up with this stupid shit right here? More importantly... What possessed these two individuals to do this dumb shit? You know your asses are getting in trouble eventually. Why? For attention? Okay. There's other ways to get attention from your YouTube followers. And this ain't fucking it. This is not the route, man. This is not the way to go, man. Now, it's it's just, uh, it's, again, man, common sense, uh, common sense. This just proves that people do anything for fucking attention, man. Atten- I like to call them attention-seeking whores, man. I'm sorry. Attention-seeking. They look around. Oh, look at me. Look I did today. Oh, look at my car. Look at my jewelry. Look how many followers I have. Look how much money I'm making rain in the club. Like, just dumb shit like this, man. Like, makes me scratch your head. I did last time we did this episode, but it makes me scratch my head, y'all. It really does. It makes me scratch my head. It's just crazy to me, man. I bet not hear y'all or see anyone in real life doing a sleepover challenge in a store, especially surveillance cameras. And the crazy part of this situation is they didn't even do the whole 24 hours. They left early in the morning and then came back later. What? How are you going to do a challenge and not finish the shit? It's some double whammy shit right here. Like, Lord, Jesus, Lord, Lord. I feel like I'm going to lose a few, few, few brain cells after this episode today, man. I really feel like it. Moving along. A man in New Mexico by the name of Terrell did a home invasion. But this, no, y'all, listen. This is not a normal home invasion. This is not a normal home invasion. Check it. This man... Went into the, the person's home after invading in there, of course. He ate some shrimp, took a bubble bath, drunk some of their beer. What? Who has time to do this shit? Isn't the whole point of a home invasion you're going to go steal something and leave? I thought that was the whole premise of that situation. So once the person, the homeowner came and saw him, the guy got frightened and he left $200 for the broken window. 
The whole reason why he did this shit because he was looking for somewhere to stay overnight. What? Who? I don't know. Any of y'all heard this shit? Let alone, I've never heard no shit like this. You break into somebody's home just to eat their shit, bathe yourself, and drink their shit just to look for somewhere to stay? This situation could have went real left. The homeowner could have took this ass out. Like, this is crazy to me, man. Like, once again, man. <sighs> More brain cells being lost, man. I I know, man. Just I wish somebody can uh help me uh figure out what go what goes through the mind of idiots like this, man. You have no intention of stealing anything. You're just looking for somewhere to stay. Well, there are shelters, homeless shelters out there. Uh, last time I checked, buddy, to go stay at. If you have any relatives or anything, call them and see if they you can stay with them. I promise y'all, we won't hear no shit like this again, man. Whoo. Calm down, peanut. Calm down. All right. On to a more serious dumb, dumb matter. I'm going to take y'all this time to back to Florida, actually, to a daycare daycare center. Check it. So a daycare center closed up. And what what do you do when you run a daycare center? You make sure every child is accounted for. Make sure their parents, guard, whoever brought them to school that day comes to pick them up. And leaves with them safely, right? That's common sense, right? No, not this daycare center. All the employees left. Problem is, when they turned all the lights off, a two-year-old little girl was left in the daycare center in the dark alone. So the mother of the two-year-old by the name of Stephanie came on her way, like she normally does, to pick up her daughter at a certain time, around 6.15. Because she has to pick up her other child before that. She knows when she pulled up to the building that it was closed and everything. Mind you, none of the employees called her anything to say they were closing at a certain time. They just left the shit. Closing. Oh, well, what happens, what happens. Luckily, Stephanie's daughter had the presence of mind. Remember, she's two, but kids are smart these days. Y'all got to give kids credit. She had the presence of mind to find a little chair, push it near the door, stand on it, look out the window, say, Mommy, Mommy called her mother out. This is a terrifying situation for any parent. I know I would freak out on these people, man. You leave your kid in the care of these individuals, expecting to do their job and watching over your child and teach them all that good shit. You're supposed to come back to pick up your child and they're there in one piece. Not this shit. This is horrifying. So, as this crisis is going on, police were called, the local fire department were called as well. They had to break the doors down to get this poor child out, man. If I'm the parent, any other parent that brings their child to this daycare, I will not bring my parent, my kids back. I will not bring them back to this. What type of tomfoolery shit is this, man? What type of employees have don't have the presence of mind, common sense, not to do a head count of and make sure all the children are are have been picked up 
and they have left with their guardian. This is the type of shit, once again, no common sense, people not having no regard for human life. Thank God the little child, the little girl, I'm sorry, was safe, and her mother came and got her, and they got, they got, man, this is tough, because as a fellow parent, I know I would snap in this situation. It's a tough situation to even talk about. But I'm just happy, man, that this ended good. It could have ended very badly. It could have went left real quick, man. And those people who work at that daycare center who were there that day should all be fucking fired. Point blank, period. I don't like to see nobody with no jobs. When you do some ignoramus shit like this and put an innocent child, life in danger, two years old, no matter, no matter what the age of the child, you put their life in danger like this, no. Nope, I'm shutting that daycare down. ASAP Rocky. Now, moving on to the other half of this episode. We got to talk about the top five dumb quotes by famous people in history. First up, we got to talk about Donald Trump's daughter, Ivanka. We all know who this is, man. I don't need to explain no details of who his daughter is, man. I'm just going to tell you what she said a while back. She says, and I quote, fiction writing is great. You can make up almost anything. Last time I checked, nonfiction is when you can make up anything. Fiction is a true statement, true story, something that really happened. Oh, Donald, Donald, Donald. You didn't teach your daughter. What's real, what's fake, what's fantasy, reality. Miss Trump, man. Come on, man. Come on. Even somebody who has half a brain knows that non-fiction and fiction know the difference. More brain cells being lost. More brain cells being lost. I don't know what school she went to, but they obviously in English class didn't teach her what was real and what is fake. Ladies and gentlemen, this is sad. Real sad. Donald, get your daughter. Next, Bill Clinton, ladies and gentlemen. We all know who Bill Clinton is. Former president of the United States. A long time, time ago. And um, he's one of the more popular presidents. And he was involved in a crazy situation I will reference to in a minute. But he had the nerve to say this. <clears throat> Politicians give guys so much power. This is true. That they tend to behave badly around women. <clears throat> yes, Bill, this is also true. And I hope I never get into that situation. <laughs> well, sir, unfortunately, you did get in that situation with the Monica Lewinsky scandal. We all know what happened, how that played out, man. Woo! He was getting it on with Monica in the over office. Personally, to me, it felt like he just looked out the door. Like Dave Chappelle said in his stand-up a long time ago, just picking in your body close to him was like, look, I'm going to get it in before this meeting, and this is that, and that's the end of it. But this is when it comes down to, you got to think twice before you say something. Otherwise, you can actually end up in this situation like Bill Clinton did. It's sad, but this really happened. Y'all, I can't make this shit up, man. <clears throat> I can't make it up. 
Next topic at hand, former vice president Dan Quelly says, and I quote, we have a firm commitment to NATO. We are a part of NATO. We have a firm commitment to Europe. We are a part of Europe. Time out. Last time I checked, <clears throat> U.S. and Europe are two separate countries. Not one could bind together. So, Mr. Quayley, how are we part of Europe? Please explain further to me. Please explain further to my listeners. There's one thing if you're committed to something. It's another thing to be a part of the actual situation. Just like you say you're committed to NATO, okay, and you're a part of NATO. Where's the proof of you being part of NATO? I'm lost here, man. Like, come on, man. Another situation when even a person with half a brain knows that Europe and the United States are two separate places, man. Obviously, Dan Quayle was not probably feeling well that day or his mind was somewhere else when he said this statement because some I'm sure somebody in the cabinet reminded him like, sir, uh, did you think before you said something? And I know what his response was. Obviously, I didn't. <laughs> that clearly was Dan, Dan Quayle's response. Please give this man Dan Quayle some history lessons. And geographical lessons as, as well on the maps so he knows which the difference is to U.S. and Europe, please. Next, we got to talk about the former speaker of the Texas House, Gib Lewis. He says, and I quote, another situation that made me lose my brain cells, by the way. I cannot tell you how grateful I am. I am filled with humidity. What? Last time I checked. Usually it's humility, not humidity. Were you hot, hot that day? Were you sweating bullets when you were tell, talking? Humility and humidity are two different words with two different meanings. This is another person that did not look up the differences between these words and meanings in the dictionary before he said this shit. Whoo, man, it's one of the most toughest episodes yet. All this stupidity. It was obvious to me and the listeners and everybody, you did not pass history class. You did not pass English either, man. Not knowing the difference between these words of humidity and humility. Who? somebody help me, Lord. Somebody help me. And last but not least, former French president Charles de Gaulle had the nerve to say this statement. China is a big country. Yes, it is. It's one of the most biggest countries in the world. It's a lot of people over there. Population is huge. This is true. But he goes on to say, it's inhabited by many Chinese. <sighs> Not so true, because there's many different races that live over there besides Chinese people, besides Japanese people. There's some white people, there's black people. There's all sorts of races that live over there besides Chinese. It's most of the population over there in China, Chinese, Japanese. Yes, this is very true. What is it? Now, last time I checked, what, two 
what, one, two, three billion people over there? There's a lot of people over there. But you can't uh, go off assumptions that one country is just one damn race. That's not fair. That's just being ignorant to me, man. It really is. This is a person who did not do their research, Mr. D. Gawley. You did not do your research, sir. No, you didn't. No, you didn't. Otherwise, you would realize more races than Chinese over in China. Just plain, the plain ignorance and audacity of this man. Whoo. Listeners, please help me. Please help me out, man. I lost so many brain cells talking about these topics, man. It's out of control. And on that note, I want to thank y'all for tuning in to another episode of the Top 5 Dumb Dumb People in Moments slash Top 5 Dumb Quotes by Famous People in History. Take care. God bless. And somebody bring me some Tylenol because my head is hurting after this shit. Goodbye.